could be around in a year. His approval mm-hmm. numbers are you know, in the high 30s, low 40s. That's the danger zone for Japanese prime ministers. So it's great that Suga and Biden got together, but will Biden be, rem- be learning the name of the new Japanese prime minister eight months from now? Mm. I don't and, know. We'll and at, at the news conference, Joe Biden also said that they would uh, uh, support uh, Prime Minister Suga in moving forward with the Summer Olympic Games. But are those Olympic Games, are they realistically going to go ahead? I mean, I think no. I've, I've, been, I've been pretty down on the idea of holding the Olympics during a pandemic. And I think the big problem Japan's having right now is the vaccination program has really hasn't begun yet. I mean, I just, um, I think about myself, you know, when sometimes I'm writing about these issues and then I look up and I think, hey, what about us? <laughs> there's, there's no vaccination program here whatsoever. I mean, it's beginning very slowly. Everyone I know in the U.S. at this point, thanks, you know, thank the gods for Joe Biden, um, has been vaccinated. Here in Japan, we're looking at maybe, you know, hopefully by the end of the year, I can be vaccinated. But a senior Japanese official said yesterday, it could be spring of next year. So, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you welcome 80,000 to 100,000 athletes and staff to Japan that has not been vaccinated without demanding that these people visiting be vaccinated or quarantined very strictly? So Mm -hmm. I, I think it's lunacy to hold the Olympics. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll talk about this more over the coming weeks, William. Thank you very much. That's Tokyo-based journalist and author William Pesic. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And in Japan right now, the Nikkei 225 is slipping further into the red, down 1.8%. In South Korea, uh, the Cosby up slightly, up 0.1%. Uh, the ASX 200 joining other markets in the red, down 0.4%. And looks like Hong Kong will do the same when the markets open in an hour's time. Futures pointing to a 0.5% fall at the open. Brent crude oil is trading a bit firmer at $67.20 a barrel. Gold is also moving up slightly at $1,700. $172 an ounce. Thank you very much for listening this morning. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Back chat is coming up next with Hugh Chiverton and Ada Wong. The weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, one or two light rain patches at first. Sunny periods during the day with a maximum temperature of about 26 degrees. The outlook mainly fine in the next few days. It's going to be hot during the day. It's 22 degrees right now, 74% relative humidity. It's 8.32. Here's Samantha Butler with the half-hour news. Around 1,200 residents at two buildings in Chunwan have been tested overnight after an untraceable preliminary positive COVID case was found at each of the buildings. Overnight lockdowns of Block 4 of Belvedere Garden and Fuyong Building in Chunwan were lifted around 7am with no new cases being found. Meanwhile, health authorities are appealing to anyone who's been to the Optimal Family Health Clinic in the Centrium since March the 29th to take a COVID test. It's the workplace of one of two people found with a highly infectious mutant strain of the virus. University of Hong Kong virologist Dr Siddharth Shridhar said the next few days was key in containing spread of the strain. Somebody who's carrying um, the virus, irrespective of whether it's a variant or not, if they go to poorly ventilated indoor areas or areas where they take their masks off, like restaurants, there's always a risk of onward transmission. So um, we have to do our best to look out for uh, instances or cases of this variant in the coming few days. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says American diplomats will challenge countries that set back efforts to curb climate change. China is the world's biggest coal consumer. Mr. Blinken said countries that continue to rely on coal for power generation will hear from the U.S. and partners about the harm they're doing. 
The Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has warned China he's prepared to send his military ships to a disputed area of the South China Sea to stake a claim over oil and natural resources. Mr Duterte said he wasn't interested in fishing. He said if China started drilling oil in the bowels of the China Sea, as he put it, he would send in his grey ships to claim it. The Chinese embassy in Manila hasn't responded. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Hugh Chiverton and your co-host today is Ada Wong. Ada, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh. Today we're talking about fake news and hiking safety. The chief executive has said the government will introduce a series of new laws to tackle fake news, saying it, it, has, it has been the biggest victim and things the government said were quickly distorted and vilified. And the police chief last week accused a newspaper he didn't name of linking children who attended a police college open day to black violence. Apple Daily ran a side story on its front page saying children who attended the open day were given toy guns to play with inside a mock-up of an MTR carriage. Uh, Addressing the media on Saturday, uh, Chris Tang again accused the newspaper of inciting hatred and dividing society, adding that while there were currently no laws to tackle the dissemination of fake news, the force can address the issue by considering whether those involved have breached the national security law or committed acts of incitement. Well, do you agree with Mr Tang's accusations? What kinds of laws should be used to regulate fake news? The NSL says that the government, quote, shall take necessary measures to strengthen public communication, guidance, supervision, and regulation over matters concerning national security, including those relating to social organisations, the media and the internet. Well, what sort of supervision and regulation might follow then? Let us know your thoughts. You can leave a message on our Facebook page, Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. You can email backchat at rthk.hk or you can call us. The number is 233-88266 after 9.15. We're going to be discussing uh, hiking safety and following that sad death of uh, a hiker whose body was found uh, on below the cliffs of uh, Kowloon Peak. Uh, joining us for our first topic, we have now Mark Pinkston, who's a former government chief information officer, and Chris Young, a political analyst and chief writer with Citizen News. Once again, our email address is backchat at rthk.hk. Uh, Chris Young, maybe we could start with you. Thanks, thanks for, for joining us again. Let's maybe, there's kind of lots and lots of overlapping issues here, aren't there? But let's maybe start with the, with the coverage, say, of that event last week uh, at, 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 the, the, at the police college. Um, what, what did you think of the, the Apple Daily uh, story? Uh, was it fake news? Was it, uh, was it troublemaking? Uh, was it uh, uh, in, in some way uh, vilifying um, the police and vilifying the government? What did you make of it? Uh, first, uh, as an association, we, we seldom con- comment uh, exactly on a specific story run by uh, the news media. So you're, uh, you're talking about the Journalist Association? Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, carry on. Because we are not... We are not a uh, watchdog on media coverage. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll be directing, say, uh, uh, journalists, um, uh, professionals on how they should uh, handle the story. Um, but as a, as, a, as a journalist, and, and, and also uh, because of the controversy uh, raised by this uh, story, um, I, 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 I would say that um, when you say uh, it, is a fake, it is fake news, uh, you, you have to you have to you have to pinpoint what, what which part exactly is fake. Um, this is a, a genuine picture. The, the pictures are genuine, um, and then you have a caption in it, and then you say um, it, 
there, there, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, hot talk uh, on uh, social media um, about uh, the scenes of uh, uh, children playing toy guns. Those are facts. Those are facts. So um, I, I, I still don't see uh, uh, any grounds for saying that uh, this is uh, fake news. I think it's purely a question of, say, how, um, how the media organization handles a story. And uh, we, we, I think journalists handle handles dozens of stories uh, every day. Each story, of course, each picture, uh, the way it is handled, uh, of course, uh, it can draw uh, criticism or, uh, say, different uh, reactions from different people. But, but, but this is not fake news. And this is um, not, well, uh, to say it might say violate law is a bit far-fetched. It's a bit uh, okay. So, so, so uh, I think it's, it's not a good case of fake news. Okay, but Chris, you know that a lot of the meaning also comes from the context, and, and in this case, this this photograph, as I understand it, was was put side by side with a, with a photograph of the the uh, um, the uh, police actions in the MTR um, in 2019, um, with the people cowering uh, by the doors. Uh, to suggest um, that the, 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 there was some connection between these these two things, and um, you know, th there were implications, well, uh, yeah. there were suggestions yeah. from that from the context. That was the meaning. That was why it was. That was why this photograph uh, was used. Uh, and you're kind of ducking the issue a bit to pretend otherwise, aren't you? Well, um, when, when you say it gives certain meaning, um, it, that, that's a meaning to um, to you, right? And, and, and what I would like to say is that, that different people, when they watch, when they watch uh, those photos and the way it was uh, presented, um, I, I, I won't say it, 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 it gives only one message. I, I would say, um, well, to me personally, to me personally, I, I would just say that this is the way, this is the Apple Daily way of uh, handling story, whether. It is a, a good way or ethical way, a professional way. Um, well, it's Apple Daily way, and uh, this is um, this is um, this is Hong Kong, and this is uh, uh, the, the, the media scene in Hong Kong. Uh, we have diversity. We have different media uh, presenting their stories in different ways. As long as they do well, they not violate any laws. I, I think I think the the commissioner should should. should uh, uh, pointed out if it if, if has specifically violated the law and which part of the which part of the law. Of course uh, he doesn't like the story, that, that that's obvious. But um, the enforcement of law should not based on the well the the, the feeling of um, uh, of the police chief. It has to have uh, faith well um, uh, base I, I would say, yeah. Chris, uh, so, um, you know, when, when, do, when does a piece of news or a photograph uh, become fake? Um, you know, when, when I first saw this photo as an educator, I would say, oh, gosh, you know, why are these uh, young children playing with toy guns uh, in, in a police uh, college open day? Uh, when we are talking about um, strengthening values education. Uh, but, you know, for a friend of mine, she was actually at the site on the 31st of August in 2019. She said she cried and cried and cried for several minutes because, I mean, it evoked a lot of very bad memories. And she couldn't understand, you know, 
why the children were allowed to play with guns. But, you know, that is very personal. So, you know, when, when does a piece of news become fake and when, you know, is just a photograph uh, subject to different interpretations and making of meanings uh, depending on who you are? Well, exactly. I think either. that's exactly what I would like to, like, like to say. And um, the, uh, I would say both uh, um, your way of looking at it and your friend's way of looking at it are, are, are exactly um, um, a reflection of um, the, 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 the diversity in, in, in Hong Kong. And um, so uh, is any one of which fake or ethically wrong or legally or, law, or legally wrong? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think so. And, uh, but to impose one, uh, uh, well, uh, way of looking at it and then say that um, it goes as far as to say having, uh, well, perhaps I may have wrought late say, criminal law and even the national security law is, is highly dangerous. And um, you, you, well, uh, you, you may anticipate that if um, fake news, any, any law on fake news is being um, defined uh, in such a way as the commissioner has said, uh, it, will, it will seriously, say, curtail press freedom and, and journalists' way of uh, uh, handling stories. Okay. Our number is 233 I think we've got a caller on the line now, Anthony. Anthony, good morning. Hi, good morning, Hugh, and good morning, Ada, and also uh, Chris. Hi, I, good I, morning. I have a question to, to Chris. How, how is fake news being approved and produced in the newsroom, like uh, those uh, created by Apple Daily framing Francis uh, Frankie Franklin Louis that, uh, he, he, that he discriminated um, Immigrants, but in fact, he didn't do it. But the Apple Daily fed something news with, with so so called a, a very doctored um, audio tape being taken out of context, but it's still fact, right? Because of, of that very short uh, um, conversation recording. Uh, I'm sorry, Anthony. I I, I I don't exactly know the details of the story that you mentioned. But, but I, I, of course, I, uh, the Journalist Association at that time, you created, you published an announcement condemning that fake news. And you announced it forgettable. So, Anthony, can well, you well, remind well, us, uh, when, when was that? What was the case? Okay. A couple of years ago, Apple Daily published an article saying that um, Franken, uh, Frankie Loy or whatever, he, in, uh, in, in a meeting, saying that I definitely discriminate new immigrants. But in fact, that was an Apple Daily published uh, a recording about he saying that. But actually, it was just part of it. They removed that never. So, uh, uh, Anthony, Anthony, uh, uh, first, uh, first, and um, I, I, I really cannot recall that one. But, but secondly, secondly, of course, uh, uh, media uh, organizations. Uh, Apple Daily and some other media organizations, we, uh, I think we, we, we won't say, and we did make mistakes in our coverage, well, sometimes on a daily basis. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's a spelling mistakes, sometimes it's factual mistake. We, we got it wrong with the title of, of, of someone. We got, got it wrong with uh, the facts of some of the things that people say. Uh, maybe we misunderstood what someone has said. 
And um, but perhaps uh, there are cases of fabrications of uh, news, um, but I would say uh, if it's entirely fabrications, uh, I'm not sure whether there's a lot here uh, in, in Hong Kong. To me, a lot of those are mistakes made during the editing process. Uh, Anthony, in sorry. In reporting well, process. Uh, Anthony, them, Anthony, so sorry. Anthony, sorry, I'm still trying to w recall this case. F who is Frankie Loy? Who, who is that? You uh, mentioned? Frankie Lam. Frankie Lam. Who's Frankie? Yeah. yeah, who is he? Who's Frankie Lam? Frankie Lam, he, he, he was uh, from an iBanker and he quit his job and joined the government task force about uh, the land policy. Okay. <laughs> Franklin Lam, Franklin Lam, sorry about that. Franklin Lam. Oh, I see. The former exco member. The former exco. Now you have very good memory. The former exco member. I, I, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you remember yeah. that news? Yeah. Fake news. Okay. As you said, something is just by mistake. But if something was created deliberately, you cannot have the excuse of saying that it's just a mistake. Okay. Take an example. For example, if I take a picture of you, it's a twist. Okay, and another picture of people, of, of a person entering a browser, putting them together, all the facts. But I'm creating a perception that you are visiting a browser. Is that fake news? But full information is fact. Uh, sorry, that Anthony, this you, information, Anthony, you, Anthony, you think that's fake news? creating fake perception by putting facts out of context together. That's the generalism. Whose context? Whose context? Not I your context, no, it's wrong, right? That the Apple Daily was doing, like taking out of context of the anti-right police, combating uh, sorry, terrorism I, I, in the NL station, and putting it together, together with the kids holding the toy gun. Okay. For, okay That's uh, creating a fake image, perception, right? Both are facts. First, the police, the anti-right police, was tackling the terrorism inside the NL station. The terrorists attacked Innocent people first. And then uh, and, and, Anthony, so, Anthony, you, you, you think that, the, yeah, the, you think that uh, toy guns are there, uh, you know, for a good purpose. Okay, is that's that so correct? Funny. When the kids get there, they play around with that, that's very usual, right? But and when you put those pictures to something taken out of context, you want to make a simile of it. Okay, both are facts. And that's why I quote examples that if I put uh, Chris picture entering a building and then you have a picture of a browser or a prostitute is then it create something fake misleading with perception but both are proof that for example Chris is entering a building and they are the picture is a browser both are facts right that's a very oh, uh, Anthony, Anthony, way of just... creating fake news yeah. to mislead people to create illusion Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can I, could I sort of paraphrase that, Anthony? I mean, Chris, the point would be, the point I think I was also trying to make earlier, that you could, you could be factually accurate, but you could be misleading. Um, of course, as well, this information, this information, not inaccurate. Okay, mm. you can have something okay. by arriving at the truth, Anthony, inaccuracy in the facts, right? Sure. i tell you what, Anthony, thank you very much indeed for your point, but we haven't heard from Mark Pinkston yet, so um, feel, feel free to continue to email. Anthony, thank you very much indeed for your call, 233 Also with us, as I say, is Mark Pinkston, former uh, Government Chief Information Officer. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Hugh, uh, Ada and Chris. 
Hi, Hi thanks. Mark, thanks for for joining us again. Okay, what? Well, let's start with uh, you know thinking about that uh, the coverage of the of the uh, uh, what happened at the police college. What what do you think about that? Do you think that was uh, in some sense fake news? Um, no, I've got, I've got to agree with Chris on this. Uh, facts are facts, and if if they happen, uh, they're reported on. Uh, I think in the case of the Apple Daily, uh, it is notoriously anti-police, as, as noted during the coverage of the 2019 riots, uh, well, Bruce Battalion and the angle. It's, it's the angle which is the offending part, um, that it is not fake, uh, fake news. And they're perfectly entitled. All newspapers and media do have an angle uh, to play with the stories, and you'll, you'll find one story uh, will be played in about 20 different ways on different media. So it's all on the policy of the publication of how it's going to, but it's definitely not fake news. But what I was appalled at, uh, and what Aidan mentioned, was the, the giving the kids uh, firearms at this exhibition. Uh, I was absolutely appalled when I saw that. Um, children should not be encouraged to play with firearms. And I think the way it was portrayed uh, actually showed that. The, putting the pictures aside with the, with the plane incident during the riots, uh, that's, that's the newspaper's privilege. Uh, and, you, and you can't complain about that. That's their policy. Uh, so that's the way it goes. I think what Chris Tang is worried about is the continual abuse of the police in the media, uh, the angle they play. Uh, and he's very, very worried about the police morale. Uh, so he's now obviously trying to come to, to their defence. But fake news, you don't find it too much in the newspapers or radio. You find it on social media, and the social media is full of it. So... Um so, so if uh, the um, the toy guns uh, weren't there and um, the children were just uh, looking at a demonstration of how police, um, um, you know, um, attack terrorists, I, I think that's that's pretty okay. W would you think so, Mark? Oh, most, most definitely. Um, the, the mere presence of toy guns, uh, I found, was very offensive, uh, and it was a very bad PR exercise on behalf of the police. Uh, they should have given more thought to that. Um, but yes, just looking at exhibition and, and, and having stalls and fun things, you know, but not playing cops and robbers. I think there were other guns as well um, that were used in National Security Day, uh, 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 National Security Education Day, uh, weren't there? There were um, from the parades. They were handing out the ri actual rifles that children could pose with for photographs. They were using a rocket, uh, a grenade launcher uh, that children could pose with, and then there were little figures that were produced, little toy figures of riot police. Uh, that were produced by the police uh, for sale, and there are key rings and things like this. So I think they're trying to project a more friendly image or something. Or uh, what are they trying to do to depict the police as heroes, um, you know, fighting crime and all that? Well, well, it appears that way, but I don't think it should be 
Do you think that there should be laws against fake news in Hong Kong? Not social. It would be very, very hard to implement. Um, first of all, they've got to prove fake news is, could be disinformation, misinformation, or, or it could be uh, news written in a way with malice. Now, um, that, that happens a lot, especially on social media. If there's going to be laws, that means you're going to be uh, creating laws against the internet and, and to prove um, offences there is going to be very, very difficult. I think what they'll have to do is have to um, strengthen the liaison with the internet providers to better police uh, the, the news that goes out and make and ensure that it is not all right. Um, quite a lot of emails uh, on this. Gobax says, uh, if the Commissioner of Police wishes to portray the Hong Kong police as a benign force for good in the community and avoid regrettable comparisons to the Prince Edward MTR incident, perhaps he should rethink issuing replica firearms to school children visiting his facilities. To call these comparisons fake news is a weak excuse for very poor judgment by his officers. That, as I say, is from uh, Gobax. Uh, Paul says, uh, Backchat, the problem with controlling fake news is that first and foremost, one must decide upon what or whom is truth. Furthermore, if there is no unchanging standard upon which truth is measured, then you have an unstable society which is subject to the whims and mood of whoever controls the social narrative. Naturally, when that narrative is challenged, whoever is in charge has to ensure that counter-narratives are to be removed, typically by means of new laws or at gunpoint. I think that's where we are now, aren't we? That comes uh, from uh, Paul. And um, Jay says, it's all a bit hypocritical, isn't it? Uh, did you have a good day at school? Did you have Daddy, did you have a good day at school, son? Yes, we played with guns. Wow. Yes, the kids are happy, but as a parent, I'm trying to keep guns out of sight of my kid. If you want Hong Kong to go like America, carry on. But as regards to security, I don't want guns in Hong Kong. Or is this the police and the security bureau deliberately provoking the Hong Kong people? Also, many times the media is provoking the situation and making things worse by twisting the captions on the picture. Then we have algorithms on things like Facebook that have been feeding us uh, fake news. Uh, Andrew Kay says, Shock horror, uh, small boys play with guns. Uh, Johnny says, uh, Given the subject matter today, I can understand why you've invited Chris Young as a guest speaker uh, on your show. However, as I pointed out in my email to you, which you failed to read, it appears it seems that he appears on your show almost every week. Can't you vary your guest list more? It gets rather dull repeatedly hearing the same voices. That comes from uh, Johnny. Um, you're, you're very welcome, Chris. Uh, and uh, Mike says, Oops, RTHK reported months ago that violent protesters killed a Capitol policeman January the 6th, uh, 2021, with a blow to the head with a fire extinguisher. Now there's a story, uh, Capitol officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes from strokes after Capitol breach, a medical examiner. Fake news, he wasn't hit with anything January the 6th. That's uh, from Mike. Uh, we've got a, quite a lot of emails about Mike. 
uh, for and against, by the way, which we'll get to about uh, 9.15 this morning. Um, and uh, a couple more emails, which maybe we'll get to get to at 9 o'clock. Ada? Um, Chris, coming back to you, what, um, you know, what, what would you see, you know, this isn't, isn't it be like, uh, is it a bad PR exercise? You know, somebody made a poor judgment, as uh, our listeners say, and then, um, you know, the commissioner got angry. Is that how, how you perceive this incident? incident? Uh, first, uh, it will definitely be good news if my voices uh, disappear from here. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, um, there, 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 uh, I think this is a case of uh, a, a worrying case of some uh, the discussion about fake news. Uh, fake news, I would say, uh, is something that are verifiable. Uh, but um, the way, different way, the media uh, handles uh, handles the stories. Uh, it can, cannot really verify to say that, that this is right or this is wrong. But if this fake law starts with uh, trying to say, um, uh, trying to say, uh, or, or, or make it a law on how storage should be handled, that's a very bad for uh, press freedom. Uh, th- this case, um, of, from uh, the, the other perspective, I would say is it, it, it sounds like a, a misjudgment or. Um, uh, 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 or in the sense, a uh, uh, stupid decision, say on how uh, on, on the on the PR show, and uh, it it is backfire. Mm-hmm. And um, I think perhaps that they have um, always, I would say, underestimate um, the public feelings uh, towards the police in the wake of the 2019 uh, pro- protests. That was one of the findings, wasn't it, of the of the uh, report? Actually, that the police had uh, seemed to have a completely different idea of their own standing in the community to that of the community. Um, anyway, we will continue the discussion after the news at uh, nine o'clock. We're also going to be talking about hiking safety, and we want to hear from you. Join in. Give us a call two three three eight eight two six six. Make like Anthony. The weather forecast: mainly cloudy, a couple of light rain patches at first. Sunny periods with temperatures up to twenty six degrees, twenty two degrees. Now, relative humidity is at seventy three percent. Risks. Fidelma Fitzpatrick told the trial that the pharmaceuticals should pay more than 50 billion US dollars. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back. This is Back Chat on a Tuesday morning with uh, Ada Wong and me, Hugh Tewitt, and we're talking about the issue of uh, fake news. This is uh, inspired by um, the Apple Daily coverage of uh, 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 Police College uh, during the National Security uh, Education Day uh, last week and what the Commissioner of Police had to say about that, saying it was fake news and um, the administration has previously said that uh, there will be laws uh, introduced uh, to Hong Kong to stop fake news. Uh, Carrie Lam said that uh, her government has been the main victim of fake news uh, and uh, it has been uh, vilified and uh, misrepresented. Uh, what they say. Uh, we are joined now by uh, Mark Pinkston, who's a former government chief information officer, and Chris Young, a political analyst and chief writer with Citizen News. Later, we're also going to be talking about uh, hiking safety uh, after another sad death at the uh, weekend of, uh, of a young woman uh, who was uh, involved in uh, hiking. Uh, if you want to comment, we want to hear from you. Uh, you can email backchat at rthk.hk uh, or you can give us a call. And our number is 233 uh, you can also uh, comment on our Facebook page. 
um, on our Facebook page. Marcus says they weren't fake photos, just idiots not thinking the ridiculousness of the setup through. Looks like they shot themselves in both feet uh, again. Uh, and um, Alan says, so the media is not cowed enough by arresting reporters and publishers using NSL pretext. Now the police will decide that a story is fake and just lock up and shut down any offenders if their feelings are hurt by a story. Notice that the examples of fake news given were mostly how facts were presented, not that actual facts being untrue, because they will never address facts. They just scream you down for being unpatriotic. We'll be able to use these laws when, for example, C why or Junius accuse people of being black hands or they wheel out the absurd NED funded the protest story or the vile female protesters prostituted themselves or any of the other lies spread by pro-CCP mouthpieces. No, it will be used solely to attack critics of the government. Will we even be able to mention Tiananmen in June? Xinjiang? This government cannot win a fair election, so it cancels them and will veto any opposing candidates. It cannot earn respect, so it criminalises criticism. That comes from Alan. Matthew says, historically in situations like the one Hong Kong is facing, where a relatively free society is forcefully and quickly overtaken by authoritarian power, there are always pragmatic new zealots who opportunistically choose to get on the foot as advocates and apologists for the new regime in pursuit of their own self-interest. There was a long list of these types of characters riding the wave of Nazi power, and of course we've seen the phenomenon throughout the modern history of China with the Red Guards, Gang of Four, and even the courtiers to the current emperor, including the Wolf Warriors, who are all desperately clawing for his attention. When the history of the current moment is written, it seems quite likely that people like our police commissioner, PK Tang, and Secretary for Constitutional and Mainland Affairs, Eric Jung, will be candidates for these bit-part roles in Hong Kong's story. It's worth noting that the minions of a dictator are rarely remembered by history, and aside from uh, in the movie Minions, they are never remembered positively. That's from uh, Matthew. And uh, Mary says, with the subject line, so who's paying for it? This is sort of related. Uh, quotes the story, former director of administration Kitty Choi joined RTHK on Monday as an advisor to the director of broadcasting. Also joining the broadcaster is senior administrative officer Frida Chung, who is to provide special support. The spokeswoman added the station will also create several other posts to help execute other recommendations in the review report. But we all know that RTHK has been on a very tight budget. So where is the money for this top-heavy management coming from? Hopefully not via a reduction in the ranks of genuine media personnel. That is uh, from uh, Mary uh, Greg says, thank you, Anthony, uh, for muddying the waters. However, why were the kids in that mocked-up MTR carriage given toy guns? Certainly Commissioner Tang should take responsibility for allowing this to take place. I don't even look at the Apple Daily, but I know that guns and an MTR carriage bring back bad memories. Chris, Commissioner Tang should not blame this on the limited free press we have here in Hong Kong. That is from Greg. And uh, CW uh, says, it was a clear error of judgment to allow young kids to play with toy guns at these organised events. Optics do not look great. That comes as some comes as I say from CW. Uh, we joined us today by, by Mark Pinkston and Chris Young. Uh, Mr Pinkston, are, are you worried about the future of the press uh, in Hong Kong, given those statements by the chief executive, um, given by the kind of nebulous statements within the national security legislation, do you think we can continue to have a free and open press? Well, to start off with, I think that the uh, the national security laws have been grossly overplayed in Hong Kong. Uh, everybody is saying, well, we can't do this, we can't do that because of the national security law. 
Your way of life in Hong Kong remains unchanged. You can do and say whatever you like as long as you don't want to overthrow the country or, or overthrow the, the local government. And, and it's as simple as that. It's common sense. So, you know, worried about freedom of speech is is that you're going to target uh, China or Hong Kong specifically to overthrow subversion. That's only when you're going to get into Otherwise, you're totally free. And the press is free to report whatever it likes um, within, within the guidelines. And that's always been the case. So I think the press will continue. Um, my, my concern is more with the social media if anything, because that's where you do get rumours which turn, if repeated or not, become real, and that's where your false news comes in. But for the press itself, I, I think it'll, it'll thrive. Uh, there are laws of libel and slander uh, which, which govern the media, and, and they are fully aware of that. Uh, so, yes, I think the press will still continue okay. Uh, but, Ms. Mr. Pinkton, I mean, looking at uh, Commissioner Tang's, um, you know, response, uh, it doesn't seem that, um, you know, this current uh, administration is so tolerant um, about um, the different handling and treatment of um, uh, different photo images. As you said, um, you know, it is up to the newspaper to um, to put a certain context and to have different angles on on the same photo. And that, you know, we have seen in Hong Kong for the past many, many years. But then um, it seems that they are more and more um, intolerant of, of this. Yes, I, I, I think, Aidan, that the, that the administration is basically tired of um, continual abuse and, and, negative, and negative press. Um, but it is fair. Uh, they are overreaction. They are very tired. They feel that they have to defend themselves, which they do. Uh, but uh, especially for Mr. Tang, he's very, very worried about morale in the police force. But the thing is that they've got to do their own their own PR to overcome this. Um, but there should be better contact with the media now. I know that the or did know that the director of um, information used to have regular meetings and lunches with the editors of, of the newspapers. And he would, the director would sit down with the editors and they would discuss issues of the day, the problems the media would have and uh, the problems which the administration would have. And they thrash it out in a, a civilised way. I don't know if that still continues today, but it should, mm. because that's the only way the two can get together. I mean, how, how does one balance, um, you know, between the morale of the police officers and also the... Um, um, the citizens, the emotions of um, many, many citizens. Looking at this public outcry, it seems that a lot of citizens, I mean, there has not been any closure to the um, different incidents in 2019 and, you know, this sort of photo image evokes very bad memories for them. Now, this is, that's very true, Ava. I, I think what we need here for the police is to change their PR tactic. They should uh, use a... Um, charm offensive is 
needed by the police. At the, at the moment, they don't have any confidence from the public, and they've got to build that up. So a charm offensive would go a long way. Uh, just to say that I'm your friendly neighbourhood copper sort of thing, uh, that, that would help. And it would also help the police with their morale if people smile at them when they walk in the street. And at the moment, they sort of look at the police with contempt. So I, I think a lot could go with a, with a, with a smile offensive. Chris Young, uh, how long do you give Apple Daily? When do you think they're going to be closing up? <laughs> Is he there? No, he's not there. Chris Young has gone. <laughs> Let me put that to Mark Pinkston. How long do you give uh, Apple Daily? <laughs> well, I, I think what's going to happen uh, with the court case of uh, Jimmy Lai, uh, a lot of information which has not been disclosed so far uh, will be disclosed. Uh, we'll bring in the um, the overseas funding, for example, and his uh, his alliance with uh, foreign forces. All of that will come to light. Now, the shares of Apple Daily are still basically a penny stock. It's only two or three dollars a share, or something like that. Uh, um, Apple Daily will continue because it's got to be. Newspaper people like gossip, uh, and so in that that route, that later will continue. But nobody takes it seriously politically. So it will be going for a very uh, low form of readership, I suppose. But it will continue. All right, uh, some more emails and comments. James says, Morning, as an old hack, I believe journalism is a noble profession and after 25 years working in Hong Kong, my observation is we are well served with serious professional journalists committed to fair and accurate reporting. What about fake banking, fake accounting, fake architecture? Uh, if only the so-called and very well-paid Government Information Services Department put out true truth. Poor little Carrie Lam, a victim again. A free press comes at a cost, and I'm happy to hear more from Chris than caller Mike or Andrew Lung. Mac, Mr Pinkston is such a loyal apologist, must be a lovely pension. That comes from, from uh, James. Jay says, this is a recruitment drive for the police force for the coming future in 10 years' time. Get them while they are young. Uh, e says I didn't need the Elliot. Uh, I didn't need the Apple Daily to draw the parallel between the photo concerned and the 31st of August at Prince Edward MTR. I first saw the photograph on the Reuters website, and this connection came immediately to my mind. The chief of police may not like it, but images of armed tactical police confronting citizens on MTR trains are in the memory of many people in Hong Kong. Letting children play with imitation firearms on mock-up MTR carriages only reinforces those memories. That comes. Uh, uh, from uh, E and J says it's not so much fake news, it's exaggerated and twisted news, making things worse than what they were uh, or designed to provoke. That comes uh, from uh, J. Uh, and uh, one more <laughs> comment from uh, Azan it says, Can you please discuss the European Super League? Hong Kong people uh, need an outlet. All right, well, the change of, uh, a change of topic there for uh, uh, another time. Anyone else interested in, this, in the Super League? Uh, let me know. Drop me a line. Backchatter.thk. Uh, .hk. Mark Pinkston, just before you, b b finally, I mean, are you, are you feeling uh, optimistic about the, about the media in Hong Kong? Do you think it'll be, uh, what sort of shape do you think it will be in in five years' time? Well, I, if they come to grips with what this national security law is all about, 
I mean, because as, as I say, you know, the national security law does say that the government has to strengthen supervision and regulation over matters concerning national security, uh, including those relating to the media and the internet. So th it's saying you've got to do something about the media and the internet. Yes, well, that's right, but that's within the context of the national security law. The law is a, the the NSL is purely about subversion. In, in a nutshell, uh, you can talk about anything else. It doesn't cover crime. Uh, it doesn't cover robberies. It doesn't cover uh, slander or, or anything else. It covers national security. Uh, what is saying that if any newspaper, for example, like Apple Daily, advocates or incites uh, riots, which could uh, hamper national security, fine. That is a crime, and they can act on that. But that's within the limits. It doesn't go beyond national security. So as long as the media stay within the realms of national security laws... But, but, but we learnt last week that practically nothing goes beyond national security, does it? National security encompasses, you know... I, I won't go through the whole list again, but national security seems to cover every aspect of our lives. Not really, not really. Yeah. is aimed at protecting um, the, the nationalities of China and of Hong Kong. Um, and if you go beyond that, there are all the other laws. But the national security law is exactly what it is, the security of the nation. And uh, as long as you don't go beyond that, if, if, if you do not advocate subversion, for example, what, what is there to worry about? Okay. Well, uh, uh, Mark Pinkston, thank you very much indeed for, for joining us this morning. Mark Pinkston, former government uh, chief information officer. We were speaking earlier to Chris Young uh, as well. Thank you both very much indeed. Uh, just before we get to our, to our final topic today, that of uh, hiking safety, uh, some to and fro about Mike, uh, a regular caller to this programme who was uh, discussing uh, uh, figures with uh, uh, Professor Ben Cowling yesterday. Okay, Mike, this is from Mike, who says, uh, those keyboard critics, or as I like to think of them, my fan base, have taken a liberal leftist tactic of attacking the messenger when the message doesn't fit their narrative. It's the same MO of our northern neighbours of which some of the non-constructive whiners complain without contributing seem to be associated with. There happens to be a very large differing scientific community worldwide that discuss COVID-19 related subjects constantly. Treatments, including vaccines and research related to both. The same research findings are often interrupted differently by qualified professionals. Those differences should be presented and discussed, not arbitrated by one or two government spokespersons that use political or anecdotal evidence disguised as fi scientific findings. Dr Ron Brown was interviewed by Trial Site News. Google it and stay informed as to what scientists are critically discussing with regards to the vaccine. Decide for yourself what's fake news or truth. Don't let the government decide for you. That is uh, from Mike. OK, CW says, can you please stop Mike ambushing the programme. Um, thank goodness Guy talk, 
called in and talked sense. Uh, Leslie Ann says, please tell American Mike to stop his rantings, take, talking over the experts and generally boring the pants off everyone. Uh, he continually hijacks the daily topic with his nonsensical themes and uses up airtime that other more sensible listeners can use. Anthony, I think it's a different Anthony to the one we heard from uh, earlier, says, I've been listening to Backchat for many years, must be one of your biggest fans. I don't email or call in because I'm always taking exercise. But in yesterday's phone in by Mike, you ran the risk of losing control control of the program sure he's a colorful character with some interesting views but cut him down to size particularly when he's detracting from the airtime of such a worthwhile guest as ben cowling uh, also some of the emails such as bowen's should be edited down set a word limit like scmp does with its letters i always encourage others to listen to back chat but these days there are many alternative choices keep up the good work that comes from uh, anthony thank you very much indeed for those comments finally as mentioned today, I uh, wanted to uh, turn to the uh, uh, the issue of uh, hiking safety. This is uh, after the uh, body was found at the weekend of a uh, 24-year-old uh, woman uh, found dead on uh, Kowloon Peak. This is after an extensive air and uh, ground search. Um, Dan Van Hoy joins us now. He's, he's uh, a keen hiker, assistant organiser with the uh, Hong Kong uh, Hiking Meetup, as well as a businessman and uh, commentator, uh, occasional, very topics for this program. Dan, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, uh, Hugh and Ada. Thank you for uh, not asking me to talk about Mike, uh, fake news, <laughs> or the decline of Western civilization. Okay, right. we'll, we'll, just, we'll just stick to this. Um, I, I mean, the first thing I think a lot of people was that this is a very dangerous area, isn't it? There's been a number of, of uh, casualties and deaths and uh, incidents related to exactly the same place on, on, on Kowloon Peak. Um, you know, is is there an argument for for shutting it off or for uh, putting in some some kind of safety measures just to start on with in this particular area? Well, I suppose so. But let me start out by mm. saying we are so blessed in Hong Kong to have a glorious uh, countryside and outdoors for our enjoyment. Um, I think Hong Kong is the best place in the world for many outdoor activities, considering its size. And so you have a lot of people going out. Everybody from people who are super experts and super skilled to people that know almost nothing. Uh, this particular individual, I probably I don't want to comment on her except to say that I noticed she was wearing a, a good high-quality boot, and uh, it tells me maybe she's an experienced hiker or whatever. And then uh, also that, but, but then contrary to that, it appears she didn't tell anybody where she was going. And that's one of the first rules if you're going to go out by yourself you need to make sure someone knows where you are, what your route's going to be, and about what time you'll be back, things like that. So uh, as a general rule, probably most people in Hong Kong should not go out by themselves. They should sign up, uh, go with friends or, or others that they know are competent and can lead them or sign up with a group like Hong Kong Hunting Meetup. There are many. Uh, some of us enjoy going out by ourselves from time to time. Um, I think it's not a problem on the major trails, Maclehose, Hong Kong Trail, Lantau, Wilson, to go out on your own, again, just let people know where you're going, when you're going to be back, stay in touch, make sure you've got communications and you're prepared for what you're going to do. Right. Um, Dan, you know, I've heard from younger friends that uh, uh, during COVID, um, you know, they became uh, avid hikers. And then they're not uh, content with uh, the usual trails, the major trails, as you said it. Um, they would like to go to the untrodden paths and to, um, to, to do more challenging trails. And... Um, so accidents do happen. Uh, have you noticed this at all? Oh, yes, oh, of course. And uh, again, um, I 
don't think it's wise for anybody, for example, to go stream trekking on their own. We've got some glorious stream trek routes in Hong Kong, but you're really risking uh, a, a lot there going on your own. Maybe some folks feel they're capable of managing on their own, but again, same uh, rules uh, are, are appropriate. You need to tell people where you're going, what time you're going to be back, etc. Bushwhacking is another favorite activity we love to do in the wintertime. I don't care for it in the summertime when it's hot and wet and slippery. But back, uh, I mean, uh, uh, doing those kinds of outings, um, such as bushwhacking, are also nice. But again, you should go um, should go with somebody who maybe knows the route or, you know, in case. I, I think a minimum of three people is good, in my opinion, because if something happens, someone gets injured, one person can stay with the injured party. And if you don't have a mobile phone connection, the other person can walk out and get help. What's, what's bushwhacking? Is that where you go off the trails, basically? Oh, yes. Off the trails in Hong Kong is a glorious place for bushwhacking. Uh, in fact, one of the leaders of our group has a famous saying, uh, when I see ribbons, I get excited. So uh, many people have blazed bushwhacking trails all over Hong Kong. They usually launch off from other major trails, and they're just a lot of fun. It's so busy now on the trails, isn't it? Is it is it too busy? Is there, are there too many people out hiking? Um, on the major days, Sunday, public holidays, yeah, and sometimes Saturday, it's often very busy. But we've seen even on weekdays a lot of busyness uh, during the COVID time, which is glad. I mean, we want people to get out and enjoy the countryside. But uh, I did a seminar at a sporting event re- uh, a couple of years ago, and I said, be prepared for everything. Be prepared for everything, and that means even the novice new hiker and the experienced hiker. I suggest people go on the web to Google the 10 essentials, 10 hiking essentials. They're there. I like the one from one of the American groups. No bias on my part, but I like how they have uh, not only text, but they've got some drawings as well. The essential things you should bring with you on any hike. Uh, Tell a quick story from when I was in secondary school. I lived near Seattle in the USA, in Washington State, glorious hiking around there. My family and I went, uh, got a cabin for a weekend from a friend. We went hiking. I was doing a movie project for school. I went off filming in 8-millimeter black and white. That tells you how long ago it was. And and, uh, I just had a joyous time doing my filming, but I lost track of the time, ended up hiking the last two miles of the trail in absolute pitch dark because I hadn't brought a, a torch or flashlight with me. And I learned my lesson, and even on day hikes now, for example, I always have a torch or flashlight with me. Now, a lot of people depend on their mobile phone to use the flashlight in that, but uh, what if your battery goes dead or other issues arise? So there's lots of, there's 10 essentials applied to Hong Kong as well as uh, hiking in Europe or America or South America or wherever. Um, would you suggest that um, yeah, there are more websites uh, to, to talk about the difficulties or giving different stars to different trails, or do you think it's, it's just unnecessary? Uh, I think people, I think beginning hikers should go out with groups and spend a few years learning from the experience of those who are leading the groups. You know, like our group, uh, you're going to learn a lot and you'll be able to gain the knowledge you need. But then again, don't do stupid things. Uh, don't, don't go try to uh, do a technical climb or a, a rocky cliff face on your own. You should never do that. Uh, uh, just, just try to use some wisdom. Um, and one of the big factors uh, in hiking is environmental. I encourage everybody to have on their phone and use at home on their desktop the Hong Kong Observatory's uh, tools. And the best tool we have 
for outdoor activity of any kind in Hong Kong is the weather radar at the Hong Kong Observatory because you can see in near real time what's happening and you learn how to read that, uh, that display and note that, the, oh my, there's yellow, there's orange, there's red. That means big rain, thunderstorms, etc. See which way it's moving. Another thing that's coupled with that is know where you are at all times. Know where you are at all times. Even when I'm walking around uh, Hong Kong or even of uh, cities when I'm traveling, I try to be aware of exactly where I am at all times. And that's certainly uh, true when I go hiking as well. I mean, there are sort of dangerous places. There are some very steep hills. There are cliffs. There are sort of narrow uh, ridges and things like this. And around Maran Shan, there's a few. And Kowloon Peak, we mentioned, and and a few other places uh, I know. And around Sai Kung, um, and you see those warning signs saying, you know, don't don't go up this way. But you also see lots of people who will who will go up who will go up those uh, those places. Uh, any advice? Should we be? Should we? Try try harder to stop people going to those risky places, or do you think it's up to them to, uh, to take the risk? It depends. It depends, you. It depends on the capability of the people and the, the conditions. I mean, uh, there's a lot of places I might go when it's dry like it is now. There's no way I'm going to go there after a rain, a heavy rain, because it's going to be super slippery. So, again, you have to exercise wisdom, and if you don't have it, you need to get it from somebody else who does. Um, I, uh, I, I just think that people need to, to take outdoor activity more seriously, and particularly the weather. Uh, I don't know if you remember, a couple of years ago, a young man was uh, killed by lightning up around Monshan. And that same day, I had a group going out near Brightspool. We were actually going to go to Lai Chi Wo. Uh, but I was watching the radar. I could see this front coming in from the south with heavy thunderstorms, and I told the group, you know, we may have to abort this hike. And we got up a little high at Wukau Tong, a fire lookout, and then I could see with my own eyes what was coming. I said, guys, we have to quit. We got down to the bus just as it started thundering and lightning and pouring rain. Sadly, at the same time, that young man was killed by lightning on Monshan. They should, excuse me, should never have been up there. Mm. Okay, well, Dan, thank you very much indeed for, for joining us. Uh, Dan Van Hoy there is uh, assistant organiser with the, the Hong Kong Hiking Meetup. Dan, thanks very much indeed for that. Um, some uh, other comments just to uh, finish off, staying in a sporting vein. Uh, CW says, Carrie Lam should be congratulated on approving the Nations Cup track cycling event to go ahead. And there's a link to a story in the South China Morning Post about that, about uh, uh, a cycling event that's a world-class sport that's uh, be returning uh, in May uh, in Hong Kong. Um, and uh, Nigel on Facebook says, uh, Pinkstone is, me is simply wrong. The government insists national security includes political security, economic security, et al. It means what the government wants it to mean. The courts may not be allowed to interpret or decide what national security means. Article 47 says that the CE can certainly that something is a matter of national security and that is binding on the court uh, uh, Greg says Mr Pinkstone should realise we do not have freedom of speech to the extent he says there is an NSL hotline where people are free to report what has been said however trivial or harmless uh, Andrew says uh, uh, Pinkston not entirely right. His comment that freedom of speech is there unless it's proved to be subversion is not correct. 
The bore hazy accusation of incitement can also be used under NSL to immediate and individuals should the authorities decide that to say that's what a bit of opinion is doing. Hence, many folk don't dare voice their thoughts. That comes uh, from uh, Andrew. Thank you very much indeed for uh, all your comments uh, this morning. One more from CW who says the government needs to start incentives to get more people Hong, Hong Kongers vaccinated. Why not have a daily lucky draw for all those who've had at least the first vaccination? $10,000 for the lucky person. The government need to raise the level of urgency. That's from uh, CW. Thank you very much in, indeed for that. Ada, thank you very much indeed. Here's the weather. Mainly cloudy, a couple of light rain patches at first. Sunny periods, temperatures up to 26 degrees and the outlook mainly fine in the next few days and it's going to be hot during the day. 23 degrees now and the relative humidity is at 73%. The government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centres for free testing. The centres also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere. And 33, the news now with Samantha Butler. Around 1,200 residents at two buildings in Chunwan have been tested overnight after an untraceable preliminary positive COVID case was found at each of the buildings. Overnight lockdowns of Block 4 of Belvedere Garden and Fuyung Building were lifted around 7am with no new cases being found. The Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has warned China he's prepared to send his military ships to a disputed area of the South China Sea to stake a claim over oil and natural resources. Mr Duterte said he wasn't interested in fishing. He said if China started drilling oil in the bowels of the China Sea, as he put it, he would send in his grey ships to claim it. And a jury in Minneapolis has retired to consider its verdict in the trial of Derek Chauvin, the former US police officer charged with murdering George Floyd. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Stand by for the brew. Uh, sociology prof from the University of Set and Costume Design, great interpreter of Beethoven. And well, oh, so shy, quiet and retiring doggy council, co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Hello. This is a really quiet dance. It's not really for characters. Good morning. Yeah, well, it's fun, you know. Hello. The side of what's happening behind the myth. Good morning. In-depth interviews and also observations. Absolutely no way. On your radio and live online, this is The Morning Brew. Good morning to you and welcome to Tuesday right here on The Morning Brew with me, Phil Whelan. We're doing it until one. Firstly, today we are going to find out all about the HKFC Rugby to Hanoi. It's a virtual fundraising drive initiated by the club's mini-section, raising money for the Poland Cook. A one-star adult player has decided to match their 869-kilometre uh, goal by actually running and biking to Vietnam. So how does this work? We're going to find out from the man himself, John McCormick, Houston, at 10 minutes past 10 this morning. After 10.30, Jared Watt's going to be with us. All the latest from Down Under, plus music from King Stingray, Chris Wilson.